You're listening to the GGC Life Podcast, weekly messages from our Sunday services. We hope this message encourages you. Be blessed. Uh, Not all of you might know me. Everyone else calls me Sam. So I've been coming here for about almost three years now. It's been a solid three years. So much good stuff has happened to me in this church because this church is a good church and a faithful church that teaches the Word of God above all else. And I love that about the church. You might have seen me up here playing bass. This is my bass. We've been together for eight or nine years now. It's been a good eight or nine years. Very fruitful. So tonight, I want to talk to you guys about the concept of light. But it's not the light that you're thinking of. In the Bible, there are so many different types of light. There are so many different themes of light, so many different things occurring through the Bible talking about light. A couple of them is in the Old Testament... It talks about being God's presence. The light in some of the poetry scripture is God's presence with the people. Another one is the salvation for humanity. When Christ died on the cross for your salvation, in the Old Testament, when it was prophesied about, that was the light that God was going to bring to humanity. In Daniel chapter 2, it literally says that the Messiah's name is light. His name is light. That's such a powerful revelation. But the light that I want to talk to you guys about tonight is the light of scripture, the light of this This book right here, the Holy Bible. The light that I want to talk to you about is understanding it. When you understand the Word of God, how much more will that bring spiritual fruit into your life? There is a spiritual realm out there and it is so much more greater than the physical realm. And understanding the Bible is such a key to navigating your way through this realm. Because the spiritual does have an effect on your life. God chose to give us His Word, His spoken Word in the form of a library. This isn't just one book. It is a book filled with many books. They, they have whole different ranges as well. You have history books, you have ritual books, you've got love books, you've got letters, you've got almost newsletters. The Gospels are practically newsletters declaring the good news. That's what they are. And this is God's Word written by so many different authors over so many thousands of years. That is how He chose to give us His Word. And so understanding this Word is the key to it all. Now, reading it at face value is amazing for your spiritual life. Reading the Bible every day, spending time with God is important. But how much time are you spending to studying the Word? How much time are you spending on every single verse? God put every word in there for a reason. Every single word. Every word has importance. And when you start to understand that, when you start to link them all together and see the bigger picture of the Bible, it'll increase the spiritual light inside of you like never before. You guys will start to understand things about the character of God, about what He did for us, about your own salvation. The fact that Christ literally died on a cross for your sins to take away everything you've ever done wrong. And everything you ever will do wrong. That is insane. And the amount of time scripture prophesies about it, thousands of years before it has actually happened, it blows you away. It really does. So a few years ago, my physical light wasn't good. Like I was in a place where I literally wanted to die. I'd prefer to die than live. And it was in a place that I didn't want to go, but it all stemmed from my spiritual life. It all stemmed from the fact that I wasn't spending time with God. I didn't understand what was happening. I didn't understand the scriptures. I'd grown up in church all my life, but that didn't mean I was saved. It really didn't. And my spiritual world and physical world were dark because I was not spending time with Christ in the Word of God and understanding it. There was a time where I hated reading my Bible. And now I've come to understand that the Bible is the Word of God. I love it so much more. I've got an example that I want to share with you guys about this. Turn to John chapter 8, if you will, if you have your Bibles. 
So the specific verse in John chapter 8 I want to talk about is when Jesus says, I am the light of the world. That, that's the specific verse that I want to share with you guys this revelation about. But in order to fully understand it, there's a little bit of chapter 7, the exact chapter before this that I want to share with you. At the very start of it, it says that now the Jews' feast of tabernacles was at hand. Jesus was at the feast of tabernacles, this Jewish tradition. It was a massive feast to celebrate being taken from, to the promised land. A massive celebration. So we know that in chapter 8, the verse I want to show you guys, we're already in the Feast of Tabernacles. Keep that in your mind because that's so important. Now, in the Jewish temple, that's where this feast was being held. Now, the architectural integrity of this temple was amazing. Let me share with you guys that there were these massive pillars all around the temple that stretched really high into the sky. And at the top of them, there were these lamps that were lit. And in them, there was this light, this fire. And it says these were only in the history books. This isn't in the Bible. This is in the history books from understanding the context of when the word of God was written. At the top of these lamps, there was a fire that was lit only during the Feast of Tabernacles, only. And it says that it lit up every single courtyard in the city. So keep that in mind as we read John chapter 8. I'll go from verse 2. Now early in the morning he came again into the temple and all the people came to him and he sat down and taught them. Then the scribes and the Pharisees brought to him a woman caught in adultery. See the fact that she was caught in adultery means we know that this is nighttime. And nighttime means in the Feast of Tabernacles that these lamps would have been lit. Keep that in your mind. Every single courtyard in the city was lit up. And in the old times there's no electricity. This was an insane feat to happen. Keep that in your mind. And when they had set her in the midst, they said to him, Teacher, this woman was caught in adultery in the very act. Now Moses in the law commanded that such should be stoned. But what do you say? Even that's another thing. Moses said in the law. The law books are in your Bible, the first five. That's where you know that they're actually speaking the truth. That was Moses' law. So that's even more you can go back and study over. It's all linked. The Bible is all linked. And I'm trying to make, like, help you understand that so that your spiritual life can just burst open. They said this testing him that they might have something of which to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down and wrote on the ground with his finger as though he did not hear. So basically he lets her go after this. I want to take you down to, down to verse 12. Now, what do we know already? The Feast of Tabernacles is at hand. The Feast of Tabernacles is having these lamps are lit in the city. Every courtyard is lit. And we know it's nighttime because the woman caught in adultery. Adultery is a nighttime sin. That's cheating. That doesn't usually happen in the day. So in here, we know that it's nighttime. We know that every temple is lit. And here is Jesus in verse 12 saying, I hope you get this. I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. I don't know if you guys get that, but here is Jesus in the middle of the greatest light in the Old Testament, in the, all of that age and era. There was Jesus in the middle of it saying, I am the light. He was in the middle of the greatest light in the Middle Eastern era. Almost ever, every courtyard in the city was lit. And here Jesus says, I am the light. You shan't walk in darkness because I am your light. And when I understood that, this passage just brought forth so much more fruit into my life. And I understood it so much more. Because there was context behind the words that were written. There was just more than met the eye. And how many of you are actually digging into your Bibles to get this more stuff that meets the eye? God put it there for a reason. And that reason is for you to find and study. 
God loves you so, so much that He would include everything you need for life in this book, in this series of books. Every single thing. And there are so many more. If you want more, I can tell you after the service, come talk to me. But there are so many more in there. And my prayer for all of you is that you guys will all study the Word accordingly. Study your Bibles to find these for yourselves so that you can increase your spiritual light in your life so much more. That's my prayer for all of you. This library is everything you will ever need. It really, really is. So that's just what I wanted to talk to you guys about. A good way of actually studying them, there are these things called Bible commentaries. Now, it's a verse-by-verse breakdown of every single verse in usually one book of the Bible. So I went to a commentary of John to look this up. And if you want to study the Bible too, how much are you willing to put in? For that one verse I went and looked up, I pulled the best bits out of a three-page exegesis. That's taking everything out of the Bible. Three insane pages of massive theology for one verse. And that's for every verse in the Bible. Every single verse on these pages. Some of them have more than three. And are you willing to put in the time to uncover that for yourself? That's what kind of faith and teaching that it takes. Are you willing to devote yourself to the Scriptures and set them on your heart? And that's my prayer for every single person in this room. It really is. All right, let me pray to finish up. Dear Father, I thank you so much for everyone in this room and I thank you for the gifts that you have on their life. Father, I thank you that you died for every single person in this room and you were rose again on the, th- on the third day so that you would defeat death. Lord, I thank you for all the plans you have for everyone in this room, Lord, and I thank you for your scripture and your word that you gave to us. In Jesus' name, amen. You've been listening to the GGC Life Podcast. We hope this message has encouraged you. For more, please visit our website, ggclife.com, or email us, ggclife at ggclife.com. From our house to yours, be blessed.